Hi there and welcome to this week's podcast from journalism.co.uk. In today's episode we take a look at NewsHack, the multidiscipline collaboration on journalism innovation, held by BBC News Labs and Connected Studio. NewsHack is an initiative all about industry collaboration. A series of events bring together developers and journalists from all over the world to conjure up new ideas and concepts based around the delivery of online news. Organised by BBC News Labs and Connected Studio, the idea is that these events enable some of the most talented and creative minds to build solutions to challenges within the industry, which can range from anything from automated transcription to language technology. Ali Schultz, engagement producer at BBC News Labs, explained that the event is designed to be an opportunity for focused digital innovation. When we're planning these challenges, we really kind of look at the media landscape and think, you know, what are a lot of news organizations beginning to experiment with? What common challenges are they trying to solve? And what would be a useful topic for everyone to get together and, and basically brainstorm around and build prototypes around? So we try to do two or three a year. They're pretty big, so usually 60 to 75 participants will sign up in teams. We often have teams from around Europe as well as internal BBC teams and um, teams from London, other places in the UK. And we do them because the BBC has this kind of remit that we, in this idea that we should be driving innovation across the industry, that we kind of owe it to the industry to facilitate these sorts of networking and collaboration events, both to share our work and to generate new ideas with others. Participants of the News Hacks, which are held in different places around the world, including London, Nairobi and Cape Town, are set a brief and given two days to develop ideas. Teams then pitch their ideas to a panel of judges who decide who are worthy of winning. We encourage teams of journalists and developers and designers to register for the hack together. You know, different hacks vary in their models and participants are hacking from about 10 o'clock on the first day to 6 o'clock in the evening, and then again from 10 in the morning until about 2 on the second day. So it's not, it's not a lot of time. Most of the teams do have a mix of kind of editorial and, and technical skills. For teams that are lacking one or the other, there, there is some kind of team meshing that happens on the day. And we offer our labbers who aren't participating directly in the hack offer technical expertise to teams who might need a little bit of extra help or editorial expertise for teams who might want a little extra help. So I can feedback to teams who might want to know like how a journalist could use something or a developer might be able to explain how one of the resources we're providing for the hack works or if they have a certain knowledge area that's useful, they can jump in and help with that as well. They're really a very intense two days, uh, I think. You know, because we don't offer, like our prizes are essentially news labs, micro bits and some t-shirts. So I think it's probably not as competitive as if you, you know, you're hacking for a lot of money or development funding. I think people are really interested to see what the other teams come up with. Um, we do have a panel of external judges that we bring in um, who are meant to reflect kind of editorial, technical and product um, backgrounds. So when the judges are kind of picking a winner, which will take about an hour, we have a drinks reception and, you know, a lot of like networking, but in a friendly way, and people are really interested to hear what other organizations are doing. And we really do see, you know, like that's that's a big part of the events as well as like sorting out, you know, what are, you know, can we be collaborating? Can we be, you know, looking around the room and seeing other people working on the same things and be forming those connections? So it's a really good vibe, and and probably like any hack, you know, at the end when everyone's exhausted and been been really focused for two days, like people are pretty jovial and uh, yeah, we just find them really, really fun in addition to 
very useful. Recent News Hack collaborators include Trinity Mirror, Financial Times, Sky News and the Wall Street Journal. Leahy, one of the developers at BBC News Labs, participated in the most recent news hack, which was focused on conversational user interfaces. It asked the 13 teams of participants to reimagine what interactions with the news could look like on platforms such as Facebook Messenger, WeChat and Line, and on voice devices like Google Home and Amazon Echo. I think for, for me and for most developers, it's more like um, it's a very good chance to try some new technologies and uh, also to work on some really new ideas, like, like you know, for our team. It, it's my first chance to really try the Echo Show because it's not released in the UK yet, but we, we, we thought this might be a good opportunity for us to develop something for Echo Show and also to try their new like APIs and, uh, and stuff. So that's quite interesting. Lay is currently working on voice user interfaces, exploring the best way to offer BBC content on devices like Google Home, Amazon Echo and Apple HomePod. The team began building for voice platforms at an internal hackathon last winter, where Lay helped develop a Google Home action, which used Google's synthetic voice to read out headlines and the latest stories about requested topics from the BBC News website. Now Lei and her team are working on bringing a new skill to the Echo Show. The gadget is a new video screen version of Amazon's voice-activated smart speaker that will be arriving on the 16th of November. So the problem we're trying to address is that, so imagine like you, you've got, you've got loads of, uh, um, you've you've got loads of friends who recommend you like TV shows, podcasts, and they share that with you on your um, WhatsApp or they or on your Twitter or send send you a text message. But but that's not really directly on the device who where you're gonna actually watch it. So you kind of like when you get back home, you kind of get get lost. You like you check your recommendation, but it's it's not really on your TV or or on your um, player. So um, the idea we have is to create a service that's sending the recommendation along a personal message direct direct to a friend's Amazon Echo Show. So when the person checks their recommendations, they will say an inbox of all the new shows and they should check from friends they trust. Um, the user can record an audio or video message, uh, which is personalized, and then um, will play the actual show after that message. Hi, Lei. Welcome to To Me To You. Say, let's go to get your recommendations. Let's go. Here are a few recommendations from your friends. Which one would you like to hear? Play number two. My castaway this week is a writer who can't bear writing. An imaginative but remote child, he found it difficult to communicate with the outside world. I heard from some members of our team were, you know, even though we have kind of a team inside News Labs that's focused on voice, there might be two or three labbers who are really focused on conversational user interfaces right now. This event means that 10 people touched voice in some way. And so it just means that we don't have so much siloed knowledge. Even if we're working in an internal team, it's, it's sharing knowledge across the team. And I think that um, I, I heard from a couple of people internally how valuable that was. The recent news hack also welcomed some attendees from Norway who don't even have access to Amazon Echo or Google Home in their own country.
when you talk over the same ideas with your with your team, you all sort of start to think along the same lines. You know, I think if you have time to kind of do these ideation workshops and really work hard to kind of escape that shared thinking space, you obviously can come up with a lot of really interesting prototypes. You know, what we've heard is that people will oftentimes go back and demo, but like, that the real kind of um, value in attending is working with new technologies, as Blaze said. So you might not have been aware of a certain like data service, or you might not have been aware of a certain API, and you go back and, and, and you've been exposed to that, and you've been working with it. Maybe there's a technology you haven't tried out in your workflows, but now you've worked with it, and you can kind of say, okay, great, well, now, you know, maybe we should do a project with this technology rather than we should do a project that's about producing this prototype into and making, like, productizing it in some way. The three winning teams from the last news hack were a Swedish radio station that built a skill allowing users to save favourite songs and radio channels on an Echo device and then share them with friends on social media platforms, a voice explainer tool from the BBC Ask team that repurposes long Q&A articles for voice devices, and an Alexa skill developed by the BBC Voice team that captures voice commands in real time with a visualisation tool that exposes the commands to editors. For more information on news hacks from BBC News Labs and Connected Studio, visit bbcnewslabs.co.uk. The next event is scheduled for November 22nd and 23rd in London, and you can register for it on Eventbrite. And as always, you can listen to the variety of podcasts from journalism.co.uk on our website.